walk into a bar on a cool winter's evening underneath the stars. And we'll You're in the cool room. I'm Damien Gibson. We're in a lunchroom. We are in a lunchroom. The tea room. <laughs> tea room. Tea room. I'm Damien Gibson. Joining me as always is David Griffiths. In my usual helpful way. That other voice that you can hear is Nat from Kaiju. And we are in the tea room at Kaiju right now. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Nat. Boiling up some Kaiju tea. Mm. Do you guys make tea? No. I would, oh, I would definitely no. buy it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wish we made coffee, but we do drip you later. Crap. It's good though. I mean, it, it tastes mm. all right. It's I just don't make it my first coffee for the day, really. It's getting yes. me through the morning, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've already had three on top of I that. I have, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, David has had a lot of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> he might need a wee break. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's what catheters are for. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh, is that what they're for? <laughs> it's Convenience. Not, what, not what you use I'm them for, Damien. Yeah, I've got to stop drinking out of mine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, now, now we have some uh, what we call traditional questions. I don't know whether twenty episodes warrants the word traditional, but we'll go with it. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So we always want to know where and when did you have your first drink? And, and we always preface this by saying, you know, not your first um, little sip of wine that mm-hmm. Mum said was okay to have. Oh, mum mum never said any drunk. any drinking was allowed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. My parents won't be listening to this, so that's all right. <laughs> we do make a point of always sending our guests' parents copies of the... No, we won't do that. Mm. But it is also on the this occasion thing that everyone says as well. So, do you think my mum will listen to the... Or I'll tell the story. Uh, yeah, it was um, champagne. It was at uh, the uh, release of a new car. Um, I don't know why we were there. It was a long time ago, and my, my brother... This isn't oh, my brother Callum, who's my business partner. He was there, um, but our next eldest brother, um, he decided to bring along our next door neighbour, who they were very good friends, and we were all very good friends with her. And um, she took it upon herself to uh, get me and Callum lots of champagnes. Right, uh, that's fantastic. So, yeah, I think it's the first. That's the first, first drinking story that's not in a park as yeah. well. <laughs> Presuming the car wasn't being launched in a park. No, it was. It was actually. A, it was for a. The Porsche 993 Turbo. Nine, yeah, so it was um, that was a long time ago, if you can do the math on when that car was released. Um, That's a very classy first drinking story. It was, it was pretty good. And, and then I spent most of the time just standing out the front of where the catering was coming out and taking the dim sims as they came out the door. <laughs> uh, my, Champagne and dim sims. Yeah. My, my, <laughs> it's very much my kind of diet. So. Our elder brother was very, very uh, angry at all of us, uh, as you can imagine. <laughs> he so, was he's a teetotal so <laughs> right he was like how am i going to get these two home um, with great difficulty yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, first we've got to turn off the supply of dim sims i yeah. suspect <laughs> no, i think the dim sims might be helping yeah anyway that didn't that did that was that was a, a one-off and i didn't drink again for quite some time but um yeah right. that was the that was it how old were you of age at this party no no <laughs> Do you want to say how old you were? Oh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, clearly old enough to be able to afford a new Porsche. Yeah, uh, yeah, of course. What, that was my next question. Did you end up buying a Porsche? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I said I would buy it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Somehow couldn't pony up the cash. Um, obviously, you're a big player in the craft beer market in 
in Melbourne uh, and Australia. Well, I would like to think that you are. I, I'd, uh, I'd like to hear that. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> um, when did you start getting into craft beer? Um, so, would well, you remember the first sort of crafty beer? Yeah. Beer? So, Callum, uh, my my brother, business partner, um, Callum, he. He would always, so he was working in town, I don't know, this must have been about 2000 or something like that. Um, he was working in town and, and he would go to Mountain Goat, mm-hmm. at the, the original site, like mm-hmm. one, when they were open, like once a month or something. Um, and he was, he came back and just said, oh, you've got to taste this beer. It's, it's amazing. So I went, joined in there one day and it was like, yeah, this beer is, is amazing. And it was, um, yeah, you were basically standing out there on the street um, and yeah. they were serving the beers basically from the roller door, yeah. and it was like you would get you get to the front of the line and grab a pint or two pints or something, and then get to the back of the line. Yep, because the lines were huge, and then they had gourmet pizza, which um, at the time I was convinced that gourmet just meant uh, lacking toppings and burnt around the edges. <laughs> Very um, true. Yeah, <laughs> but once you drink enough stout, you didn't yeah, really it notice. Didn't, and... It didn't matter. Hmm. Um, yeah, so high tails. I think that was the one that I really really dug um and then uh when Cal went away i think that year he went to europe and when he came back he just had all these beers that he was going on about and so we just did our best to find yeah. all those kind of ones but i doubt I, I don't really guess i guess they're not really craft beers um but you know like belgian beers and stuff yeah. like that that we'd never ever heard of over here um and i guess little little creatures was another kind of revelation mm beer for us um and i was working i was actually working at the pancake parlor in like i guess that was 2002 or 2000 something like that and they had the um mountain goat their organic ipa yeah. at the time which looking back it wasn't a great beer but you know it, it wasn't I was draft. Working, yeah yeah it, it wasn't draft i was working at the pancake parlor and they had it so it was just like yeah that would just have one of those Hello, knock off yeah yeah exactly <laughs> Whose birthday is it? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, so I guess it was, we, we'd already, Calm and I had already been doing some home brewing to not very much success, um, mm. just with those cans of goo from Cooper's. Yeah. Uh, and they, sometimes, I think we made one that was good and most of them were just awful. Yeah. Uh, and then I went on a trip to Tasmania. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Marilla um, and I just, I, I had the the Moobrew Pale Ale on tap there, and I don't know. It must have been so fresh because I was just just blown away by how amazing this beer was. Yeah, um, and I was there with a couple of mates, and we just we just kept drinking it and drinking it and drinking it. And then we got home. Callum, Callum was working for a company that was um, bringing bringing it over to the mainland. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like a hundred or hundred and twenty dollars or something a case. Yeah. And Callum was getting them at um, wholesale prices, so yeah, I think it was about a hundred bucks. I was like, oh man, I can't afford that. Yeah. Um. So I bought one and you know drank it over three months or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> and I was like, this is not this is not working out for me. Yeah. So uh, and also home brewing is not really working out for me. So I I kind of went, well, how can I make it actually taste like that? So. <clears throat> did a bit of research on the internet um, and then and I was doing science at the time at, at Monash mm. and I was like yeah this is this, most of this stuff is pretty simple science like you know the the 
the actual fermentation and stuff like that is is ridiculously complex but um like the you know the ins and outs of it but mm. as far as just mashing and being able to make a good beer yeah. it's it's pretty simple and so i just started putting my own gear together out of um old kegs and stuff yeah, right. so that i could brew it um from all raw materials and the first beer that i did i was like i'm gonna try and just clone that moo brew yeah and um had a party at my house and well, i was actually at my parents house but um <laughs> uh sorry they're not listening not no, 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 no mum didn't mum didn't have a problem well she did at first she hated me brewing beer in her kitchen um she just imagine. absolutely hated it after about after about two weeks though she got used to it and then she <laughs> then she started loving it um but yeah the had a party there and, and everyone was just like man this is this beer is really really good and they're just like this is better than than the than the aforementioned beer um and i was like yeah whatever i mean it's free so of course they're gonna say mm. something like that and then i put it into a home brewing competition that came third so i was like well you know not that that's the homebrewers of the yeah. be all and end all of quality beer, but you know there's some great beers being made. Um, so I was like, well, maybe this is this is worth continuing doing. And and I'd already spent so much time and money on on equipment to to make beer like that yeah. that I just kind of got stuck in that, and it just went the rabbit hole just got deeper and deeper and deeper. So that's amazing. So it's just off the internet and building your own, yeah, sort of tanks and stuff, and then here. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, I guess, well, it wasn't just straight to here. I mean, we did, so... Well, I assume uh, there's some story in between those Yeah, two yeah, there are, there, there, there are things that happened. Um, yeah. <laughs> am I going to go into those now? Or? No, we'll just we'll yeah, cut that's it like Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, you yeah. formed a band, you're the biggest band in the world, the end. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> no, we can, we'll come back to that in a second. Yep. Um, what about when you're having a drink? Um, where do you like to have a drink? in and around Melbourne or do you even get the time to, to I go out and Yeah, so I don't really get out that much anymore. I just had a kid, so he's five months old. Oh. Um, that does tend to curtail the yeah. going out at night thing. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, leading up to that, I stopped going out so much because um, my wife would, you know, generally come out with me and yeah. um, she was like, well, I can't really go out drinking. Just like, all right. So she did come out to things, um, but we just really slowed down mm. how much we went out. Um, but I live in Cheltenham, so I go a lot to Bad Shepherd and Grape and Grain. Yeah, right. um, they're my two closest places. Yeah. Um, and I'm good friends with Derek, so I really like going out to Bad Shepherd and really good and good friends with the guys down at Grape and Grain as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I. Whenever we do a beer, I like to. I'm like, you know, if we're doing a small batch, I'm like, can we get a keg for grape and grain? I really want to, because that's the only chance that I'm really gonna that I can guarantee that I'll be able to yeah. at least duck in on the way home and and grab a grab a pot of it. Um, so yeah, generally it's it's there or there. I mean, I'd, uh, if I can, you know, I'll go I'll go to town. I'll go to Catfish or hmm. um, been to Fixation a couple of times. Um, yeah, we've we're fans of yeah. fixation. Mm. Apart from their one dirty window, 
When we were out there recording one day, we were out there recording one day and the window cleaners came, but they refused to clean one window. Yeah. The the whole interview was punctuated by these discussions with these window cleaners. It was like, hang on, just cut for a minute. We'll go and tell the window cleaners to clean. We literally had to press pause about four times on the recording so the boys could go back into negotiations (laughs) with these window cleaners. We ended up walking out without cleaning one of those windows. I feel like the microphone should have gone into those discussions. No, no, no. Someone asked me to yeah. <laughs> if someone asked me to press pause at their workplace, then I press pause. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a gotcha kind of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a Trump-esque, you know, the documents that were long yeah. filed away in some archive yeah. for yeah. Damien's eyes only. I'll take yeah. these craft brewers down. <laughs> Just grab the window cleaners. By the, anyway. mm. um, <laughs> I wonder if it's been cleaned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or write in if you go if you go into fixation. Let us know if the very back window is being cleaned. <laughs> go back and check the archives for that episode yeah. as well. Um, out. What about outside of Melbourne? Have you travelled around and and had places yeah. where you like to have a drink outside of? Yeah, I go to Brizzy a bit. Um, I probably go there four or five times a year, mm-hmm. um, and so generally I, I always go to Newstead. Um, because they're, Mark's a very good friend of mine. We met, we met in beer school and we've just stayed really good friends um, since then. Uh, but, so can so, I just take yep. you back for a second? What, what's beer school? Oh, beer, that's just what we... <laughs> and how do you enroll? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe, and you've got to finish the degree you're doing now. <laughs> uh, beer school is just what we call... Um, it's Federation Uni now, but the Ballarat... Um, uni course right. the, uh, what is it brewing science whatever it's called whatever it is in brewing science I can't that, remember what it is okay. <laughs> um, yeah it's so we I just did the first part of it which is two years but it's only one subject a semester so it's right. the equivalent of I guess if you're at full-time uni it's the equivalent of one semester of uni <laughs> um, <laughs> but no it's for like yeah for yeah one one each semester. Um, so basically you go through, you know, raw ingredients and then uh, brewing and then fermentation and mm. then um, there's a couple of different modules that they do at the end. Um, basically the people, whoever's doing the course just gets to say, look, this is the one that we all want to do and so the most popular choice is the one that happens. So there's mm. like downstream processing and some other things and that's we did downstream processing. Um, so, yeah, that's under Peter Aldred. Um, he runs that course out there. Uh, yeah, so that's beer school. Cool. So, yeah, I met Mark there. I went. I went with um, Dan Dayton. Um, God, who else was there? Oh, I can't even remember who else. Mm. Um, lots of dudes. I can think of their faces. I just can't think of their names right now. <laughs> beer school um, will do that to you, yeah. I imagine. Yeah, but but two of my very good friends I met there. Um, so yeah, look, I, it was it was great. Um, but it was so when you go up to Brisbane, you yeah. So yeah, go to yeah, go to go to Newstead. Um, usually go to Brewski. Uh, I really just Matt, who runs Brewski, is such a legend, and yeah. he always has great beers on. Uh, I just pretty much go everywhere. Um, really love Brizzy Brewing Company. Um, they've always got great food, and the mm. beers are pretty. They're always random. You never know. I never know what I'm going to get when I yeah. walk in there. <laughs> Um, There's a pretty strong brewing scene in it's massive. Right? It's and it's like it's grown so much in the last two three years. Mm. Uh, so when you know when we started up, 
um, well, when Kaiju started, we I would go there yeah two or three times a year, and it was just totally different scene yeah. to how it is now. Yeah. Um, Why do you think that is? Is there a special sort of reason, or just increase? So many new breweries, yeah, have appeared, and the quality of the beer that's coming out of there is just phenomenal. Mm. Like it's really, really good. Um, oh, the other place I forgot to mention was Netherworld. Right. Yes, Netherworld and the Scratch. Those are. I mean, have, have, do you guys know about Netherworld? No, up in Brizzy. No. So it's uh, it's a. I like it already. Though. It's a. It's like an old pub. <laughs> yeah. That is just all arcade games and pinball machines out the back. Yeah. And a massive selection of board games, and it's just yeah, it it is awesome. Yeah. That yeah. Cool. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. And those I'm in. those guys um, have the scratch as well, and they've they've just been you know running bars in Brizzy for so since the crafting really started there. Yeah. Uh, so they've, they've been a big, a big, uh, big pusher of things there um, of good beer yeah, right. in, uh, in Brizzy and Netherworld is just so much fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. And how about internationally, which is really just Damien, my attempts to justify to the ATO <laughs> why we need to travel around the world. Yeah. It's, it's part of our job now. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, I generally don't go to the same places twice, um, but my wife is German, so we do go to Germany a bit. Um, and we we just got back actually um, last week, week before, week before last. Um, and <laughs> actually, it was last week. What am I talking about? Uh, she this time <laughs> Jet lag much? Yeah, this time I wasn't allowed to go to Bamberg, which I love um, Bamberg. I which Bamberg. I was a bit disappointed. Because we'd gone <laughs> the last two years, um, yeah. Callum and I went in 2017, and then I was just like, "This is amazing!" And there's like fresh Lenkela is just and and Brauerei Spezial, which you just don't see over here. Um, those beers fresh are just there's something else. I mean, I really like I really like the the Schlenkeler beers mm. in the bottle, but. After having it over there, I'm like, yeah, wow, there's a big difference between this fresh and when it's, yeah, you know, yeah, come totally over right. here. It's a massive difference. Uh, and, yeah, because I, I loved it so much. Um, yeah, at the end of last year, we went we went back to Germany for Christmas and <laughs> it's just like, oh, can we just do a little detour? This is from Dusseldorf. So, you know, like a little detour. <laughs> uh, a little it'll, detour. It'll half an hour on the to, autobahn. Yeah, to uh, Bamberg. <laughs> and then she's like, no, we're not going to Bamberg. Okay. Well, I really want to go to Nuremberg. So what about Nuremberg? <laughs> All right, well, let's go to Nuremberg. And once and you're in Nuremberg. Yeah, well, well, I mean, we're right there. She's just like, just I know what you're doing here. It's fine. Um, so, yeah, we did that. And, yeah, I'm so glad that we went back to Bamberg because man, beer in Nuremberg sucks. And oh. and they had, you know, I'd been warned that beer in Nuremberg sucks, but um, yeah, the beer in Bamberg is just so good. Um, yeah, so I, I really love Bamberg, in case you hadn't uh, mm. caught that one. <laughs> uh, I'm very happy to put that on yeah. our travel list, I must. No, for sure. Um, yeah, as far as anywhere else, I've never really returned to the same spot. Uh, but yeah, as far as actual places where I'm like, you have to go to these places, um, yeah, there's Leipzig um, and get fresh Gersa. And one of, one of my friend lives there. One of my friends lives there as well, so that makes it super convenient. Um, <laughs> and Pilsen, um, you have to go to Pilsner Urquell and you have to drink the the fresh, unfiltered, unpasteurized Pilsner Urquell down in the caves because it is just 
it's just phenomenal. Um, yeah, right. Uh, and on just on the last trip, uh, we went to Schönraum, which is like right down the bottom corner of Germany. So in, in Bavaria, uh, about 20 minutes from Salzburg, which is in mm. Austria. Um, it's this little brewery called Schönraumer. I mean, when I say little brewery, it's it's a lot bigger than us, but it's a small German brewery and they sell everything within 60 kilometers. Yeah. Of, well, not every, it's like 99% of the beer within 60 kilometers. Um, and a German friend of mine, um, Andy, had said, you know, you have to go to Schönraum. At some point, just go there in your life. And so I was like, well, we're going to go this time. Uh, and we, we went there and we just went there to, it's like, oh, well, we're on our way to Salzburg, so we'll stop in on the way. On your way to Bamberg. Yeah. No, 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 <laughs> no, it wasn't on our way to, that's, Unfortunately, we were very close to Bamberg, but not quite close enough. Um, it's they, just up yeah. that hill. It's just, look, you can see it from here. I can smell the smoke. Yeah. Yeah, I can smell the rock. Um yeah, stopped in there on the way and it was a Wednesday, which turns out that's the day that the restaurant is closed, um, oh, which is fine because I just wanted to buy bottles of it anyway. Right. Yeah. Uh, so we, we stopped in, we, we grabbed some bottles and then you know, it's, you're buying it wholesale. And so it's like 18 euro for 20 bottles, 2,500 mm. ml bottles of this beer that I was like, you know, I'm really looking forward to drinking this beer. Don't know how good it is. Um, anyway, we're my mate's just like, oh, I've got to... You want to have a wee, so I'm just like, oh, this. I'm pretty sure that toilet says for guests, um, and so <laughs> he said, forget yeah, about the yeah, toilet. Yeah. So he's like, go. He goes in there, and then the I there was a dude there, and so I asked him. I said, oh, is this um, is this toilet for guests? And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. He had an American accent, and I was like, oh, I knew that the 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 head brewer there was an American dude, and so I said, are you the head brewer here? And he goes, yeah, I'm Eric. And I was like, ah, oh, awesome. Um, He's like, oh, look, I'll show you around, but I've really got to go. I've got to go do my hop. I've got to go pick my hops tomorrow. So I've got heaps of stuff to prepare right now. I'm like, oh, that's fine, man. Like, you know. I'm, I'm a brewer. Anything. I get it. I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's cool. And then uh, my mate Simon comes out of the toilet and I'm like, oh, I'll go. And then he starts chatting to him and then I come out and he goes, oh, come on, let's just, I'll, I'll take you for a quick show through the tour. I'll show, show through the brewery. So I was like, all right, cool, great. I mean, don't expect it, but whatever. That's yeah. awesome. So yeah, he took us through the brewery and it's like as soon as we get there, he's just like, oh, you know, grabs beers for us, just like sweet, this is this is great. Just go and look through their whole brewery. Yeah, with him for about 45 minutes. Um, I left my wife in the car. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm starting to get an understanding yeah, yeah. as to why she's not keen on you going back to Bamberg. It's well, like, she, just she, wait in the car yeah. and four days later. Yeah. <laughs> like she she loves beers. It was just that, yeah, we got the we got the little guy with us. And so she's like, I'm gonna feed him in the car. Okay, and then I, he was just like, you know, it'll just be a minute, and then it turned into forty-five I'm minutes. Feed myself in the brewery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll be back. <laughs> so then there's yeah, we we get to the bottling line, and this guy says to me, "Oh, I think your wife uh, is outside," and then she's like knocking on the window, like, "It's the time, it's the time." I'm like, I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, I felt terrible about that. Anyway, so we we got those beers back to. To Salzburg, and we we met a couple of mates there, and then we went through that case of beer, mm. uh, and so it was like, well, we're out of these beers. Um, what are we doing? Okay, we're going back on Friday. So then we drove back on Friday, <laughs> and the restaurant was open, so we're just like score. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we just ate schnitties and sausage, and tried all of the beers, and then grabbed another case of pilsner. Nice, and fantastic. <laughs> headed out. So 
Was your wife in the car the whole time this time? <laughs> yeah, no. Well, she, she had to translate for us because basically everybody else at Shanram did not want to, especially in the restaurant, they, yeah. I think they refused to speak English basically. I reckon they yeah, could right. do it. But it is a very, very small little town. Yeah. It was mm. so cute. Um, and so she just had to translate for all of us. And it was like she was going through the whole menu with my mate and he's just like, yep, okay, yep, yep. And then it's like 20 minutes later, just like, uh, so what was this one again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what does schnitzel mean in yeah, English? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, we'll put that on our list, Domo. Mm-hmm. And Belgium. You've got to go to Belgium. I mean, it's just... Oh, well. you, yeah, you've got to go to Brussels. We've got to. Once we're, over, once <laughs> yeah. we're on the way to Bamberg, we might as well stop yeah, off in Belgium. You've got to do the whole lot. Yeah, you just do the, the full tour. It is that thing, particularly from Australia, that once you actually go out, it's like once you're there, once you've paid and you've spent the... You know, thirty six hours on a plane. Yeah. You know, your why would you visit well. the one town and come yeah, back? You that's know, it. You're, you're over there for months if you're going to do it properly. Yeah, exactly. And even then, you won't get it done. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll give it a good crack, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nat, we have a question that will perplex some people, so we'll see how how we go. What is the funniest or strangest thing you've seen in a cool room? Or how uh, was the building of the cool room here experience? Or, yeah, or you could just tell us that. There, there, was, there was no <laughs> real issues with the building of the cool room. Um, the issue with the cool room was that we had it for <laughs> quite some time before we actually switched it on. Oh. So <laughs> this, okay. this is like one of those a visual story because it's hard to explain. Um, but we... You didn't know where the switch was? Or? Yeah, yes. How did you know? Uh, we were looking for months. And then we bothered to call the guy who built it and said, where's that where's the switch? It's a big red button. Yeah, it's, the, it's right there. What are you talking about? Um, no. So um, this... this I'm going to try and make this as short as possible. But we, <laughs> we indulge cool room stories. Yeah. Don't worry about that. Sure. We, we started with... Uh, we started this place with one factory and we had no real outside area there. So the glycol chiller was inside. Mm-hmm. Um, then we got the other side, the, the, the factory on the back, which has a lock-up area outside. So the whole idea is that we would move the glycol chiller and the glycol reservoir outside. Mm-hmm. Now, we got the cool room made. I, I really can't remember how long ago it was, but I reckon it sat there turned off for about six months so the we got it started building it before mm. summer because it was like we need this for summer and this was last summer yeah um but we couldn't switch the we couldn't hook the glycol up to the <laughs> to the cool room because the chiller and everything is in the way on the other side like in the old building mm. the chillers and i mean the cool rooms in the new building mm. Um, so we had to actually remove all of the glycol stuff, the chiller, the tank and everything and move it over to the other side before we could put that space in to get the space in to put the, the glycol pipe to it. Um, and almost exactly the same time when the cool room got finished, production ramped up ridiculously. Now to turn it off, it's got to be off for like, you know, a couple of days and that's, that's if everything goes according to plan. And we just couldn't switch the glycol off. We couldn't turn the bright... Like, we couldn't have beers not on chill, 
getting chilled in the bright tank. We couldn't we couldn't actually switch it off. So that just went on and on and on. And we're like, oh, next week we'll be able to do it. And then it's just like, no, 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 these have got to come out. These have to come out. These beers need to come out. So it was just, it just kept going on and on and on and on mm. until finally after summer had finished. Um, <laughs> it's like, okay, we can move all this stuff now. And it really went like it, it, it all went exactly according to plan and yeah. everything got hooked up and bam, it was ready to go. And we switched everything off and then switched it all back on like two days later and everything was fine, but it was just, we just couldn't have that, the time yeah. to do it. So, I mean, it, it's not the funniest story, but it was <laughs> incredibly frustrating to yeah, just be it? like, Come on, we and just to see it all there, and <laughs> yeah. And especially because the glycol chiller makes this side of the building so hot, it's like mm. everyone just wants it over there because it's going to drop the temperature in here by at least five degrees. Yeah. Um, which you know during winter it's not a problem, but it was just the whole summer of just yeah. more and more heat. I was like, oh, and because it doesn't get cool in here, the at no point is the chiller ever actually pulling cool air into itself. Yeah. It's always just pulling in hot air and it's so inefficient. And But now it's all over there and that's all done and we're prepared for this summer. But and you've got a cool room that you can go and lurk in during summer. So yeah. I've just got to go and check that those hops are still out in the cool yeah. room. Well, it's more just like open the door and leave it open. No, we don't do that. Uh, but it was it, it did function as a cool room because, you know, we, we package all the beer cold um, and so you once it's packaged cold, it goes into there. And the cool room would actually be a lot cooler than outside because yeah. it's just being cooled by the beer warming up <laughs> inside of it. So it was actually really pleasant. Space, yeah, yeah it, was, it was pleasant inside there. Um, but, it, yeah, it was just being cooled by the, by the beer going in. <laughs> anyway, other than that, I, I just haven't spent much time in cool rooms. Mm. Um, yeah, I've, I've never worked in bars or anything like that. Yeah. Um, that's usually where the fun cool room stories come from. Um, it's guess, a place to escape from the world. Yeah, there was there was one place where we used to store our beer, um, and you could smell the 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 cold storage place kilometers away because they were storing uh, garlic there, and it just like you you could just follow your nose. It's like where is that place? I just follow your nose, and then you know cartons would come out and they would just stink like garlic. It's like the beer inside the the cans and bottles is fine, but the boxes just stink like garlic. Which I imagine would be somewhat off putting if yeah. you were. You know. It was just it was such an odd smell too, like it. Uh, yeah. Anyway, you would no, you would not expect that if you've got like four slices being dropped off. <laughs> is someone is someone cooking garlic? Yeah, in the yeah. Is someone really worried about vampires? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was very well protected. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Our beer is now proudly vampire free. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that's where they were storing all the true blood. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dave, you got some questions that you want to ask Nat? We've gone through the traditional. Well, I guess we're sort of here to talk about the infamous Metallica beer, <laughs> which, which we brewed in preparation and readiness for Metallica coming to Marvel Stadium, so we could put that on at the Royal Mail. So now we have a lot of Metallica-flavoured beer and no Metallica. So Yeah. <laughs> uh, have you had similar experiences in the past of where you've, you know, brewed things and, and found the event that the market... died? Mm. Yeah, there was, there was one um, a couple of years ago. Uh, and, the, and the funny thing was like the the company that was putting on it they'd they'd given us money to brew mm. beers for it as well so we brewed these beers and then um we had to brew them again later 
And it's like, I don't, I don't remember whether they paid for the second ones to be brewed. <laughs> but, yeah. but t- tell me the reassuring story that you just managed to sell all of the beer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was fine. It was uh, sold it all. That's not a problem. See, David, it'll be it'll, yeah, it'll all be, be good. It'll, it'll be good. Be it'll be fine. <laughs> and this, the, I mean, yeah, we didn't have a taste while we were down there, did we? No, not um, yet. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good. I really really liked it. Well, that's what I, that's what I was hoping to hear. Yeah. So hoping to get lots of Nelson Savan type hop flavors coming yeah, through. Yeah, and... yeah. So we've 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 said what the beer is. Uh, I know we haven't now, but. Well, no, we've, let's explain properly. We've, hmm. we've sort of mentioned it in previous episodes that we were coming out to brew. Yeah. But um, so our black ale, we were originally aiming for 6.66%, but we might be nudging a bit higher than that. What's uh, it coming I, at? Uh, yeah, this is why um, Inch. We, we can see the, so we can see the head brewer out the window. Yeah. He's, uh, uh, he's, he's, <laughs> he's brewing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's about seven. Um, so, yeah, it's black IPA. All New Zealand hops, which is we're generally not known for using mm. New Zealand hops. Mm. Um, had to steal some Nelson from uh, Grum from Exit. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Grum. Thank you, Grum, when you're listening to this and, when, and now you know why you couldn't find those hops the other day. <laughs> um, no, he approved of it. There was approval. <laughs> I'm not that kind of guy. Uh, yeah, it's um, it's really nice. Um, yeah, we we do quite a few black IPAs, <laughs> um, but this one we yeah we just went with a different different kind of spin on it. It's not the same recipe as Cthulhu for all of the people that may be <laughs> thinking that. Uh, it's different different malts used and um, totally different hops. Mm. Um, so what hops are you normally in the Cthulhu, the Australian uh, ones? Or? No, Cthulhu is um, Simcoe, a bit of Chinook, Simcoe and Mosaic. And so this one is what, um, Motueka and Nelson Savin. I think just mm. pretty, kept it pretty simple. And we're looking out mm. the window at the moment at all of the tanks, which are full of crush at the moment. A lot of crush, the, yeah. So that's, <laughs> that's the beer that's um, meaning that you're having to change the configuration of the of the shop floor and yep. put more and more tanks in at the moment. Yeah, so got a new brew house coming in the next... Um, month i hope <laughs> just got to just got to get it on the water that's the that's the thing hmm. um so that'll make make life easier for the brewers here um and then have to start sticking in some more tanks um just yeah got to find that space to shove them in there's space for two more hmm. um straight away but then we'll have to work from there but yeah i mean crush is big big thing for us yeah, uh, it's the majority of our. I want to say it's about sixty-five percent or something like mm-hmm. that of our production, um, which it's good. I mean, you know, I don't want it to be ninety-nine percent of yeah. production, but yeah, you know, it's a beer that sells a lot and it's um, it's delicious. So I'm I'm it's super happy with it. <laughs> yeah, and gives you the capacity to do some other fun things like yeah. the mutation project and yeah. so forth. So yeah. Can we anticipate a few more of those coming down the line? Can you yeah, give us a so preview of what might be sort of in the works? Oh, I don't like to talk about uh, the mutation program because I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> or other, other fun views in general that we should be keeping our eye out for in the run-up to Christmas, which well, isn't that far off. Yeah, you know? look, I think the mutation program will probably uh, not have another one until the start of next year. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just I can't see us having the capacity to to get one in uh, before before the end of the year. Um, but we do have a new product coming out. It's not it, it was a mutation program beer that um, is now going to become a core range. Uh, I don't know. I, I won't say which one it is. It's pretty obvious which one it's going to be. Uh, <laughs> um, so we've got those in tank. We're just, uh, I think we're packaged. I think that's going to come out in about two weeks. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I'm keeping it all secretive because I'm not sure whether I'm supposed to say things or not. No, no, okay. we understand. Um, it's all right. We like a secret. Yeah. But, yeah, as far as the just the pilot system is concerned, we've got a bunch of things happening. Um, a couple of more sours coming out. We're doing one for Grape and Grain's birthday, uh, which is in a few weeks. Um, doing another one for another bar. Um, am I allowed to mention other bars? Absolutely. Yes. Of course. Uh, so yeah. the Empress. Yep. Um, doing a Movember beer for them again, like we did last year. Right. Uh, this one's a bit funnier than the last one. <laughs> <laughs> More uh, mustachioed? Or? Yeah, yeah, a little, little but uh, not so mustachio, but... Um, just we thought it was funny, uh, <laughs> but it doesn't matter. It'll 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 all happen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe people will understand if they go there and get it. What? Anyway, I'll stop I'm talking intrigued. about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what else? Uh, I don't know. Just otherwise, I guess just crushing the other core ranges. Um, you know, we're making a lot more metamorphosis than we were before, mm-hmm. um, and aftermath. Uh, and obviously Cthulhu and Hopped Out Red stop. We stop those for summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and make it always makes me ones. a little bit sad when Cthulhu disappears, but it's okay because I only have a lot of black IPA to yeah. make up for that. <laughs> yeah, you've got all that. So, But the best bet would be to check out social media yeah. pages yeah. for when things are being released. So like on Instagram or Facebook or just the website? The yeah, I think... Your yeah. website? No, the website's... No, I wouldn't bother with that. Um, <laughs> socials, we'll just yeah, just socials. socials. Instagram and uh, Facebook. I'm not even on Instagram, so I like That's I, right. I miss all the these links. things. <laughs> we'll take care of all yeah, of that. We'll content. put the links in the bio. Um, but they're they're all you know, everyone's all over that, and people keep showing me. Oh, look at this! Like, I probably should get Instagram <laughs> so I can see <laughs> what what our business is doing on Instagram. That's what happens <laughs> to all of us? You just <laughs> get sucked into. I had, before we started doing the podcast, I had deleted all my social media accounts and yeah. got them all back on <laughs> my phone again. <laughs> well, I didn't have Facebook until Callum forced me to do it because we'd started this company. So <laughs> I think that's a lot. I think of we kind of understand. Yeah, I think yeah. a lot of people are in that. I was, I was just didn't want Facebook. <laughs> oh, I completely understand. <laughs> Well, I reckon we might go down and try this beer and see what it's, you know, then we can start to put it up on Facebook and Instagram and start to rave about it. I think mm. that sounds perfect. Nat, thank you so much for, for being in the court. Thank you, uh, thank you for having us. Sometimes there is nothing better to do than to go out and get stuck into a